Hiya, and welcome to this podcast, Teen Whisperer, a podcast for mums of teen girls everywhere with me, Rach Friedley. So this week, it's another brand new episode of You're Not Alone. <laughs> Tales of... <laughs> my personal story with my teenage daughter, detailing the ups and downs of life, and for you to see that I'm definitely not perfect, neither do I pretend to be, neither do I want to be, just got kicked by the dog, um, anything in my life is completely imperfect. Just a feeling that I don't want you guys to feel like you're on your own. So today's You're Not Alone is about a situation at home. Obviously they all are because it's my personal story with my teenage daughter. So let me give you a bit of background. So she volunteers at a local education centre, outdoor education centre, but today hasn't got out of bed to go. So she was due there at 8.45 this morning. It's now nine o'clock, half past nine, and I haven't seen her. I did have access to her this morning when I initially woke her up and put my hand on her hip, as I do normally, woke her, I knew she was tired, um, woke her and said, you've made the commitment to this place, you need to turn up. So okay, you don't need to be there early, I'll take you in, we'll take you in, you'll be there at 8.45, and that's okay. And I left her to it. So I said, okay, you've got 45 minutes, 45 minutes to get yourself ready and I left her to it. I went downstairs, had breakfast with hubby, chilled out, heard some movement and thought, okay, she's got out of bed, this is great, this is wonderful. Went back upstairs to just say that, okay, how many more minutes were ticking down to find that she had locked her door from the inside. Now this meant, obviously, I couldn't get in. And also she had apparently put on her headphones so she couldn't hear me nor see me. So now before you start saying, oh, I wouldn't let her do that. I wouldn't allow her to do that. I didn't. She bought said lock herself from the DIY shop and screwed it into her door. So the question is, how have I reacted? Have I screamed and shouted at her to get her ass into it? Uh, well, no because she can't hear me. Have I had an internal meltdown about it being all my fault and I need to fix it? Uh, Nope. So what have I done? Nothing. Nada, zilch, nout, bugger Just done nothing. So before you go, well, why? Why have you done nothing? Well, why aren't you trying to sort it? Why aren't you kicking down the door and everything else? Because that just escalates the whole situation. It becomes more about you than it does about her. Now, let me explain more. I have taken some time out to pause, breathe and connect with myself about how her behaviour is making me feel. It's making me feel sad that she's missing out on the activities at the outdoor ed centre because she had such a fab time on Tuesday. And yes, 
I could so easily go down that route of escalating the behavior, kicking off, kicking the door, hitting the door, making myself really angry. With the thoughts that go with that, no one's gonna offer her a job. She's never gonna learn. Hiding in her room won't fix anything. But you know what? What's the point? She's in her room, her safe space, probably with her headphones on, as I say, because she can't hear me, listening to music or watching something on her iPad. She's doing what she's doing because she's scared. She's doing it because she feels like she hasn't got a choice. And it's an emotional memory. So an emotional memory is a trigger of something that you felt in the past. So if something triggers it first, then you can literally go all the way back to an emotional memory in the past where you felt unseen, unheard and unvalued. And that's where her mind has taken her. And she's also in her safe space because she knows it will calm her down. I know that she'll come out of her room when she's ready to face the world again. What I don't know is how long that's going to be. I just have to believe and trust in her ability to know when the time is right. We all hide when life becomes too much. Some people eat to excess. Some people bring up said food to excess. Some people stop eating. Some take drugs or drink alcohol. My daughter locks herself in her safe space. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Yep, distraction and faffing are a big part of her life, but she's learning. She's learning how to negotiate the adult world at her pace, and that's okay. She can only do these things one baby step at a time. After all, she's only 18. So what is the moral of this tricky situation? If we continually rescue and enable our teen girls, they won't learn to make mistakes in themselves. Mistakes are a natural part of life and it's the way we learn. So if we continually fix it for them, they won't learn to understand why mistakes are there and why it's so paramount to their progress, health and well-being. All they'll learn is that they can't do it for themselves and they won't have any belief in their own abilities as we will always do it for them. That's not a lesson, that's a prison. And that's also why we don't kick and scream and shout because all it's gonna do is escalate the situation. You're gonna feel shite, she's gonna feel shite and she's gonna hide in her room for 24 seven. So what can you do to support yourself and your daughter if you find yourself in a similar situation to mine? Number one, pause. Number two, take a deep breath. Or several if needed. Number three, connect to what's happening for you. So what are your thoughts about the situation? How is it making you feel? Sit with those feelings and allow them to pass over you. Like a wave. So, so think of yourself as a surfer on that wave and you're riding that wave to the shore. Journal if needed. Journaling is so key to getting it out of our head, to stop those ruminating thoughts going round and round in your head, to stop that downward spiral, which our egos, translation minds, take us on regularly. 
Number four, take a break. Do something for you, get out in nature, read, listen to music, watch something on television, whatever you need to do for yourself, do it. And five, continue with normality, whatever that is. So if you like what you hear, then watch the space over the next few weeks for new and exciting plans to support you and your teenage daughter, both in person and online. There's a loads happening behind the scenes, including my trip off to Atlanta in October. But however, in the meantime, check out my website at the three W's positivetouch.net. Fox me on Voxer, which is a walkie-talkie app, at Rachel Friedley. So that's R-A-C-H-E-L-F-R-I-E-D-L-I. And that's that Teen Whisperer. Says what it does on the tin. Follow me on Instagram at teen.whisperer.nature. So that's it for this week. So I can tell you now the edit is my daughter came out of her room around lunchtime. I was already at work. She had her lunch. She sorted herself out. And she contacted me for a massage. So all's well that ends well. So yeah, have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye bye.